Welcome. I'm Joanna Martinez, and this is the second episode of the Gather Community Podcast. In this episode, we will hear from my husband, Steve, as he shares from Second Baptist Church in Redlands. The title of his sermon, Lean In. As we presently find ourselves in the middle of a global pandemic, many of us are sheltering in place in our homes all over the world. These are unsettling and uncertain times we are living in. And I believe this invitation to lean in to be a timely and important one and hope that it encourages you as you listen. So before we start, let's pray. So Lord, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you for what you're doing in this building. We thank you for your word being spoken to our hearts, Lord. Your, your word, Lord, gives us life. Lord, man will not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So we want to hear your word. Lord, we want to live in the light of your presence. Lord, we want to walk and be the radiant ones because we reflect you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, is this microphone like kind of staticky? Was the other one better? I, I hear kind of like a static, or is that just coming from... I gotta hold it like right here. Now, now we, now we're preaching. <laughs> all right, all right. Here we go. So, okay, Matthew fourteen, verse, verse twenty-two, and I'm gonna go ahead and just start in verse twenty-two. Immediately, he made this, the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone, but the boat by this time was a long way from land, beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, and they said, it is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately, Jesus spoke to them, saying, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Somebody say, Lord, if it is you. He said, Come. Somebody say, Come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and he began, and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Somebody say, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those in the boat worshipped him, saying, truly, you are the Son of God. Amen. So we see this story about the disciples being told by Jesus to get into to the boat, to go to the other side of, this, uh, of the sea. And the disciples ran into some trouble. They ran into a storm. But Jesus went out to them in the storm. But he went out. By supernatural means, he was there walking on the water, and they were afraid of him. They were afraid of him, but he met him there, 
And Peter seen him and said, Lord, if it's you, ask me to come to you because I want to join you where you are. And Jesus said, come. And so we catch up with Peter. You can go to the next slide. I think that it's slide two. So he said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water to Jesus. Walked on the water to Jesus. So y'all are, y'all are, okay. So y'all are trifling or what's going on? Okay. So somewhere along the way, Peter decided to follow Jesus with his whole heart. He made up his mind that Jesus was the Messiah. The one that he was waiting for. The one that was going to make all things right for him and his people. And no doubt he remembered the time, just hanging out with Jesus, no doubt he remembered the time when four friends carried a paralyzed man to Jesus. And he witnessed a Christ that forgives. And he witnessed a Christ that heals. And he witnessed a paralyzed man getting up and walking, no longer needing to be carried. He witnessed healing. And he no doubt remembered another man with a withered hand. He met Jesus, but this was on the Sabbath. And he witnessed the healing of this man, even when the Pharisees has questioned if it was lawful to heal on the Sabbath. And he witnessed the spirit of religion fall to the authority of the new order, the power of the kingdom of God. Restoration in the midst of adversity. The man's sins forgiven and his hand fully restored. He remembered that he had just helped feed over 5,000 people. He's just helped serve 5,000 people food. But he witnessed the origin of where the food had come from. Just a few loaves, just a few fish. And he knew that it would cost a whole year's salary to feed that many people. And he witnessed the economy of heaven provide through the hands of the one who he now followed. There was no lack, no want, no deficit in the kingdom. He witnessed the more than enough. And no doubt, he remembered the words of Jesus speaking of harvest. How the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. No doubt, this stirred something inside of him. This challenged something inside of Peter, saying, Yes, Lord, send me, Lord. Send me into your harvest. Use me. Use my gifts. Use my talents for your glory, for your kingdom. And much like Peter, my wife and I felt the call of the Lord on our lives. And we said yes to that call. And we followed Jesus into the storm of ministry towards young people in our city. But we started this call on our knees in prayer. And in our late teens and early 20s, we would spend Saturday mornings at a park here locally in Loma Linda. And we would, we would pray and we would invite our friends and we would, we would pray over our, our region. And sometimes passerbys there at the park, they would come and they would join us. So these are people that would like walk their dogs or people that were on like just a morning hike or a morning jog. They would see us there praying. And they would say, hey, can we pray with you guys? We'd say, like, sure. Yeah, come, come join us. 
So you never know who's going to join you in the journey when you step out and you follow Jesus, right? So that we stepped out. Fast forward to 2016. We started these uh, prayer gatherings. And we invited anyone who felt the call to pray into these gatherings. Praying over our schools, praying over businesses, our city governments, our churches, just covering our whole region in prayer. Then we're invited to a monthly pastor's prayer meeting. And we found a couple who shared the same spirit of prayer in bishop and pastor. And through them, found out that there is a culture of prayer already stirring up in this city. (laughs) Here in Second Baptist Church. What was, what was so, that was awesome, finding out like these, this couple's in ministry and they're, they have this dynamic prayer ministry that God has placed them here praying over our city and our region. But they were together in this. It wasn't just him. It wasn't just her. You guys were together. And that was like my wife and I. That was just like, so much like my wife and I, it was something that was in unison it was, it was solid. And this was something that we shared. And this was a God connection and still is a God connection. Um, so Peter, following Jesus up to that point, into the storm. But Peter wants more. He wants to see if this person who's telling him not to be afraid is really the one who called him into the storm. So he asks, Lord, if it is you, come to me. Or, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And Jesus answered, and it was a simple, simple answer. He just said, come. So maybe for us this morning, maybe we've asked the Lord the same thing. Lord, if this is you. Have you ever asked God that question? Lord, if this is you. And stepping out of safety, out of what you're used to, maybe even out of what you thought the vessel of your calling was, out of your own understanding, out of your own reasoning, stepping out into the water of the unknown, not knowing what will happen, but for some reason, you still trust. Why? Why do you trust? Because you've experienced a God who has never failed you a way maker, a Jesus full of healing, a God full of mercy, a Christ who is with you in the midst of every storm of your life, a Christ who has brought you through it all, and you're still here, you're still standing, because your story's not over, and he's still writing your story. So Peter steps out, and he feels the water bear the weight beneath him. And he takes steps towards the one who beckons him to come. And he asks Jesus to use him. He asks the master if he could be a part of this miracle on the water. And Jesus, standing in the miracle of the storm, said, yes, and come. The door was open for Peter to participate in this miracle. But something distracted Peter on his way to Jesus. And the circumstances gripped his heart and fear began to sink in. And slide three is there. It says, and he cried out, Lord, save me. 
Somebody say that. Lord, save me. There it is. It says Peter right there. So maybe you've stepped out in faith. Maybe you've asked Jesus, Lord, if it is you, can I come to you? But fear smacks you across the face. The bills don't stop. The rents do. Maybe you and your children are not on talking terms. Maybe the relationship you're in is breaking apart. The very own faith which propelled you out of the boat now has been seemingly overcome by fear. The vehicle of faith that sets you out on the water has now left you, and you're left alone in fear, and you begin to sink. The reality of the miracle set in, and you realize this reality is not from this world. It's not part of this world's limitations. This is something different. And somehow, you forgot that he was the one who asked you to come and join him on the water. He was the one who gave you the faith to believe, and he was the one to set you on the water. Now sinking in fear, just like Peter, you cry, Lord, save me. And in this season or moment of fear, you witness. I just want to share a few scriptures. In Zephaniah, we're reminded that the Lord your God is with you. The mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. And in Psalm 85, his salvation is near to those who fear him. So the glory may dwell in our land. And in Psalm 116, the Lord guards the inexperienced. I was helpless. He saved me. For you, Lord, rescued me from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet from stumbling. And in Psalm 34, David writes, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the, Lord's de the Lord delivers him out of them all. Lord, save me. And in slide four, it says, just like Peter, now you are caught up in the mighty grip and grasp of Jesus. And now you've experienced a God you didn't know before. You've witnessed a God who is near to the brokenhearted, a Jesus who rescues, a Christ who is mighty to save. You know, and I'm going to start, you know, descending to land this, this jet here this morning. But I'm reminded of, I'm going to take a drink of water I need Give me some time. <clears throat> I'm just, this whole thing just kind of reminded me of what the scripture talks about in Genesis in the beginning. 
how the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And the Bible says that the earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the surface of the waters. But God met the emptiness, the darkness, and the chaos with his word. So we see that God meets chaos with his word, and he creates this beautiful order in creation, and he looks at it, and he says that it is good. Void no longer, chaos no longer, paralyzed no longer. And now the word made flesh in Jesus Christ meets the chaos of the storm, meets the darkness of fear, meets the mess of our very own situation, and he meets us with mercy, and he meets us with forgiveness, and he meets us with healing. Empty no longer, crippled no longer. This is the God that we serve. And for those of us that are in the place of sinking, and the prayer of Peter seems to resonate with us, Lord, save me. Like We just want to continue to pray with you today. We want to join you in that prayer. Lord, save me. So next slide, please. And I, I just want to encourage you to lean in. When the storm seems to overcome and the fear seems to drown you, just lean in to Jesus. Don't give up. You're going to want to give up. You're going to want to stop. You're going to want to say, that's it. I'm done. This is through. This isn't what I signed up for. Don't give up. Lean into him. And I just want to encourage you to lean into him this morning. We want to thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. Please visit us on our website at gatherasone.org. There you can sign up for our newsletter and follow our social media pages. Gather Community is a 501c3 charity. Our mission is to disciple young people and families to achieve wholeness through faith, work, and education. All donations received are tax deductible. You can give your financial gifts through the website or to our mailing address at Gather Community, P.O. Box 121, Redlands, California, 92373.